0: hey hey so you know how i am all about your success right and when i say success i'm not just talking about you making money i'm talking about you finding your place in this world so that you make the money but also make the impact and find fulfillment So I created an amazing tool that I think will be so valuable to you on your success journey. It's called the zone of success. It's a simple three question exercise, but it will help you uncover your gifts, your talents, and help you position yourself for your success so that you can understand what you carry, how you can bring value and grow in your different spaces you operate in, and then position that for your success. Does that sound like something you're interested in? And check out the zone of success there's a link in the description box check it out and let me know how it goes all the best in your success and now to today's episode if you want to succeed and do amazing things in life you're going to have to have some spiritual resilience look at life the way it is there's so much happening there's so much that changes spiritual resilience allows you to see all that but yet focus on something bigger beyond what you see like you build what you can see you achieve what you can see and you're able to attain what was not existing before i think that's powerful and that's why i am insistent on the fact that if you want to achieve something in the physical you're going to have to start to invest in your spiritual when you invest in your spiritual and your spiritual person becomes stronger All these other things that are meant to shake you, move you, destroy you, become little things. You operate at a higher level. And that's what we're going to focus on today. All right, so this is part one of this episode. We're going to cut it in two again because it was so juicy, I kept going and going. So stick around next week for part two where we'll continue with these lessons. Hello and welcome to On Your Lane. This is the best place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that income, making that impact and living fulfilling lives. I'm a Christian and I believe that life is more spiritual than it is physical. And for a long time, what I have known is that there is God's will and there is my will and God's will is mysterious. And because I believe that God's will was mysterious and you never know how God works, you just hope for the best. So when you pass that exam, you say, glory be to God. When you fail that exam, you're like, well, it must have been God's will somehow because I gave it my best and I still failed. That means it was his will for me to fail or he'll do something about me failing. He'll do something amazing through it. So over time, I just separated God's will from my existence. It was something that was beyond understanding now however as i was going through life i did not like the fact that i was dealing with a god i couldn't understand you know it's hard for you to trust a god who might be pleased with your failure who might want you to fail so he can use it to teach you a lesson or he can use it to redirect you so it was hard for me to know what does he want how can i know whether he wants me to be in this place or that place So over time i took it upon myself to study to read to learn so that i could get to a place where i could get intimate with god i could have the relationship i saw in the bible that i see in the bible where people could hear god and could be confident about god has said god has led god is directing because i saw that as the only way for me to live a meaningful life if my maker is able to direct me in what i should do and what i shouldn't do then i have no issues in life i'm good Right, So I want to do audacious things with this life, but I would like to be directed as well. I don't want to just be like, I'm just swinging it. I want to know that I'm being led, I'm being guided, and this is the right path. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) I don't think it is. And I think over my study, I have understood that God wants us to know him that way. I have understood that he wants to lead us. Psalm 32 verse 8, he says, I will show you the best pathway for your life proverbs 3 4 to 5 he says trust in the lord lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight and then you go again to isaiah 30 verse 21 or 21 verse 30 it's one of my favorite scriptures but i always mix it up it says that your ears will hear a voice telling you this is the way walk in it that's just a few of the scriptures that i can just pick on top of my head but all these will tell you that god wants you to know him and to hear Him, and to follow Him. So where do we get this doctrine, or this thing where we think, no these spiritual things, we can never understand them. Really? No. You can understand them. And that's God's will. He wants you and me to understand His will, and to have the confidence that allows us then to boldly go into life, become the best doctor we can be, become the best minister we can be, become the best child we can be, become the best anything that He has equipped you to be. Because otherwise, if you don't know that, what happens is what happened to me. Where I'm like, I don't know. should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay? like all through life? Like there was always that fear of oh, am I making a mistake? Am I being guided? Is God's will here? Is God's will there? And you can't build anything in life that way with that kind of attitude. To build anything solid in life, you're going to have to have some confidence. So first of all, we have to build our confidence with God. Then we build our confidence in what God made, in the abilities he has given us. Then we have the confidence to then reach out and do whatever else he has called us to do. So this is this week's episode. I'm just going to share a few things that I believe are essential for you to become a spiritual giant. I call it a spiritual giant because I have no other way to put it. But what I wanted to say is you become so in tuned with God, with your spirituality, with your maker. So much so that you're effective in the ministry, in the work, in the business that he has had you do or he has brought you for in this earth. I believe that God cares about what you do, how you do it. I believe that he gives talent according to the missions that he has put us here for. And I believe that as we get closer to him, as we demystify his will in our lives, then we become effective, we become bold, we become everything he has called us to be. And I think when you're operating in that way, so many of the entanglements of the earth, depression, fear, doubt, and all these things fall away because you are getting your instructions from God himself. You're getting your confidence from your maker. And therefore you operate with a different type of air as you go through life. So, how do you become a spiritual giant? How do you become in tune with your maker? Number one, time. Give him your attention. I'll just say it. I have heard that saying so many times where people say, give God time, spend time with God, and I'll sit in the church, I'll sit in the space and be like, what does that mean? How do I give him? I want to give him time. It basically means read his word. Study that Bible read it know how he works don't just read it as stories pray that the holy spirit reveals things to you but spend time in that word i was watching a sermon by derek prince and i like what he said he said that for most of us will become spiritual giants when we just switch our tv time with our bible time how much time do you spend reading the bible how much time do you spend on the tv and in our time, I'll say, social media, how much time do you spend on that? Just switch them. And I was talking to my husband about it and he was like, oh my goodness, we'll be watching TV or on social media for five minutes only. And we'll think that's enough. Would you think that's enough? But yet we think it's enough with God. right? You think it's enough to say, just read a chapter a day or just read a verse a day. God doesn't want too much, really. Yet you have that time to put in WhatsApp groups and forwards and social media and gossip and everything. So much time to put on all those things. In that uh, show that you keep watching, in that football, in everything. You give it hours and hours. And yet you think it's enough to give God five minutes. And I'm not judging. I'm convicting myself over here. (laughs) Because I know that is an issue. Right On TikTok, you can stay there for two hours just sitting and laughing. And then you take the Bible, you're like, oh, right. one verse a day is, is, is enough. Who is influencing you? How are you going to be able to hear God in the noise that you have just imported in your head? Right? You'll be able to understand the music. You'll be able to understand this culture. You'll be able to understand all the gossip. You'll be able to be in tune with oh, When a person says this is what they mean. Or the, the slang is this. Because you're spending so much time in it. But if you flip it and spend more time with God, you'll be surprised how in tune you'll be with him. I have tried that for myself and I have seen a difference. I know there's always room for improvement, but I've seen a difference in my conviction. You know, you can't be convicted about a word you have never heard. Right? So if you have never heard it, how are you going to be convicted? How is God going to remind you? You know, the will of God is in the word, in the Bible. You don't know the will of God. so. What? You should just come at your head like magic. Now you know God's will. No. You have to do the work to spend time. So that's a challenge I'm giving you and me to say how much time are we spending in the word of God? How much time are we spending in the other things that we like? Let's switch it up. Right? Let's switch it up. I'm not saying you should just be in the word of God all the time. But why not? You spend time on social media all the time. You're fine. right? Now imagine if you invested that time in the word of God. Your life would be boom <clears throat> phenomena number two is pray I've heard this before it's like pray pray more pray hard and you're like what am I supposed to do like what is this what does this look like it means talk to God a lot it means talk to God a lot and if I was going to come to you and say talk to me a lot what would that mean It would mean that you call me, you text me. It means that sometimes you just chat with me whilst you're doing other work. Sometimes you call me over for dinner and we'll have a quiet time. That is prayer. Prayer is talking to God a lot. But it's not just talking to God about everything because sometimes you're just whining about, oh, fewer prices, oh, inflation, oh, my job, oh, that's not talking to God. If you came to me and all you were doing was complaining and whining, it could be okay maybe for a few minutes. But if that's what we're going to do all day, then I'll find that I'll not want to spend time with you. So with God, though, because you're spending so much time in his word, you will have things to talk to God about his word. Right, So if you find Isaiah 21 verse 30 or 30 verse 21, it says your ear will hear a voice say, this is the way of walking it. You'll sit down and be like, okay, that's your prayer now. Father, I want to hear you as you have promised me in Isaiah. You said my ears will hear a voice. I want to hear the voice in this situation, Lord. You have said you order my steps and I should not be stressed. I would like to know the steps I should take in this business deal. You see, that is prayer. Prayer is not just you just saying what you think to God. You're saying what you think to God in alignment to his word. And this is why it's tricky for most people to pray because we don't have the word basis. So we think it's just like, hey, today's hard, man. Lord, it's tough, tough in the street, eh? Hey, look at that. Who's that? No, that's not how you pray effectively. You pray the word of God. And he has made promises of power, of provision, of preservation, of just him showing up for his word. So pray. Talk to God a lot. Talk to him as you're doing things. Talk to him as you're working, as you're driving. Talk to him specifically, like where it's just like you and him and you're not doing other things. That's like a quality debt time. Have a day-, day with God where you're just there and you're talking to Jesus and you're conversing and you're asking questions and you read something and you're like, what does this mean? How come I don't see these kind of miracles in my life? What am I missing? It is so interesting that when you pray that way in alignment with the word of God, he answers. Like you see the answers. And sometimes for me, the answer will come from the word of God itself. Sometimes you it will I'll hear somebody preach it. Two people, three people on the same day, I'm like, whoa, that's just crazy that three people are saying the same thing to me. And also pray a lot pray a lot like your bestie how you do with your bestie how something happens and you want to talk to your bestie pray a lot and prayer should always be accompanied with the first step where we said spend time in the word that will give you content to pray about because the word of God is showing you God's character and you're praying talking to God about show up with your character in my life I, I love these things that you're doing with Moses I love these things that you're doing with Joseph Let's do that with me. Why are you not doing that with me? And you'll be seeing issues come up as you do that. Remember, this was part one. I can't wait to see you next week for part two. Drop me a comment with your thoughts, with your questions, and then I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Why again do I insist on us mixing spirituality with everything else? Because life is more spiritual than it is physical. When you work on the spiritual things, you will agree with me that everything else will begin to fall into place there are things that we fight you know the battles we fight like with our bosses with the market with this that are won when you spend time with god because then you get perspective then you'll start wondering oh i see this i didn't see that before so if you want an edge in your field if you want a meaningful life you can't ignore spirituality Because if you treat life just as it is, then you have a hopeless existence. Because when things fall apart, you fall apart. When things are rising up, you you rise up. Then they fall apart, you fall apart. When people are saying, okay, this is a new standard, you follow that standard. When people change the standard, you follow that again. You need something solid. And God provides that solidness through Jesus Christ via our spirits. And this is why spiritual resilience is essential for your prosperity. I hope this was helpful for you. If you want to go deeper in these things, leave me a comment with your questions or any suggestions that you have. I'm willing to explore more so that we can get deeper with God. If you're looking to work on you and keep growing, work with me. There are some links in the description that will guide you to my programs that we can work together and grow together. I'm here every Tuesday with a new episode. So stick around, like, share, subscribe, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me here on My Lane Audio Experience. Be sure to subscribe and share, and I can't wait to hang out again soon, alright? Okay, bye bye.